Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This was a time that Kylie Jenner had that Forbes cover. Huda Beauty was getting insane global recognition as someone that we saw, we observed just blossom as a blogger from Dubai that we just knew casually at these events and then all of a sudden became truly a global household name. And if you know, you know, like as a beauty enthusiast, that was really inspiring where we were like, okay, makeup is not just this fun passion. Makeup is this booming, growing industry with just so much potential and is so exciting. And especially seeing a Middle Eastern brand enter the mainstream, I think got us really thinking. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. It's Wednesday, and we are so pleased to be gracing your ears today. I'm Carlene. I'm here with my co-host, Jill, and we are two beauty editors turned podcasters here to tell you what's good. That's right. So every single Wednesday, we're delivering conversations on either damn good product reviews or we're speaking to key thought leaders in the skincare space or getting epic hair and makeup tips from the best in the biz. And of course, since day one on the show, we've been around for five years. We've always spoken to founders to get the story behind the best selling product. And today that's what we're serving up. Yes. And it's actually like we've never really done this in Breaking Beauty history. We have three sisters who are collectively the founders of the smash hit beauty brand that's taking over TikTok, Citizen Cosmetics. That's right. And it's spelled Citizen with no vowels. So it's C-T-Z-N Cosmetics, if you guys aren't familiar. We're really excited to welcome Alina, Alize, and Nasiha Khan, who are of Pakistani descent. They were born in LA and grew up between Dubai and London. They are jet-setting, girl. And they launched their global award-winning gender-fluid makeup brand in 2019, just before the pandemic, with a collection of 25 groundbreaking shades of nude lipsticks. And I remember meeting the sisters back in our old offices back in 2019, and they came in with this big, clear Lucite box. I'll never forget it. You could see through and, you know, it featured the one product that they were launching with their Nudiversal Lip Duo. Still have it. It's 24 US dollars, 33 Canadian, by the way. 
And so it's these duo lipsticks and you could see all of the shades through the box. And it really just hit me, you know, how much this was needed. There were a lot of lipstick brands out there and a lot of lipstick ranges for sure, but you would see just a few nudes. So to see this big assortment was like, oh yeah, this is needed. And this is for a lot of people. It was really powerful. Yeah, very simplistic packaging and it's actually a double-ended lip product. So on one end, it's a matte lipstick and then on the other end is a hydrating lip gloss. And Mm -hmm. so you can really kind of like change up your look. And it's funny, you know, the brand obviously had those, you know, indie brand beginnings. And then of course the pandemic hit as a lipstick brand. I'm sure that wasn't easy, but they really kept going. And the moment that they completely popped off and went viral was where else on TikTok. And it was when Michaela Nagara did a video featuring their new diversal lip duo. And it was in late 2021 and it literally crashed their entire website and boom, it's just been gangbusters since then. That's right. They've grown so much. So, of course, they are still available online at citizencosmetics.com. They're now also in Nordstrom. They're on 13 Loon and that JC Penny collaboration. The brand is also available not only in North America, but also in Europe and Australia. And some celebrities have really gotten into Citizen as well. Lizzo, Hilary Duff, and SZA. They're all fans. And they've also won awards. They've won two consecutive Allure Best of Beauty Awards for Best Neutral Lip for Dark Skin and Medium Skin Tones. And they've expanded the range beyond lipsticks. They have lip liners, which are now their best sellers. Those are called Lip Stroke. And I know the shade De is the most popular one. And again, those are all about finding your best nude. So it's not about buying what everyone else yeah. is buying necessarily. It's about, you know, finding that one that works for you and getting that on lock. And they have also launched a collection of red lipsticks and some cool face glosses and highlighters. And something tells me they're about to have a lot more products in their future. Yes. And that's because big news, they have just signed on a brand new chief creative officer. It's world-renowned makeup artist, Sir John, best known for his work on Beyonce, Naomi Campbell, Carly Kloss, Marco Robbie, Zendaya, and the list goes on. And not only that, but he also acquired equity stake in the brand. So he's really invested. He's literally invested now. So I'm really excited for all of you to hear this chat. The girls are just so much fun. I mean, what is it about that sister energy? It is a whole vibe. And they are in our studios in LA. And I just think that they just bring such a different vibe to our show. Honestly, it was great. And I kind of had like, I wasn't sure how it was going to be interviewing three people at once, but it was amazing. It was a good time. Yeah. So in today's episode, we're going to hear details on the celebrity internship that helped one of the sisters decide to pivot away from showbiz and pursue her true passion of beauty. They also tell us what it's like to work together as family. And even their dad is part of the business, by the way. And they're also telling us about how they're bringing their culture to makeup tutorials. And of course, they give us makeup tips on finding your perfect nude lip shade. And stay tuned right to the end because we have a really fun rapid fire round with the sisters as well. So welcome the Con sisters. Clinique is sponsoring our show this week, and I'm happy to tell you about one of their latest innovations. So Carlene and I have been talking for a while now about the trend of skincare meets makeup products. So 
hybrid formulas that yes, they give you flawless coverage, but also deliver premium skincare benefits. Meet Clinique's first foundation designed to be the last step in your skincare routine. The even better clinical serum foundation is formulated with three serum technologies that visibly reduce dark spots, brighten and hydrate skin. I would say it's more of a clinical foundation and it's actually powered by a lot of good for your skin ingredients. So there's the dark spot fighting molecule. It's called UP302. That's proprietary to Clinique. There's also three different kinds of vitamin C. There's salicylic acid and hyaluronic acid. So you know that your skin is going to look tight and right and glowing and all of that. And it has SPF 25. A little application tip from me. I find a little bit of this product goes a long way. So normally I moisturize my skin. Then I use about a half a pump and I use a damp beauty sponge to tap the foundation all over my face. And then I finish with a buffing brush. So it gives you a satin matte finish and it feels really lightweight. And the even better clinical serum foundation comes in 42 shades. So don't call it makeup. This is skincare in just your shade. Find your shade today at Clinique.com. Once again, this is skincare in just your shade. Find your shade today at Clinique.com. We'll link to this in our show notes and on our website. Now back to our interview. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Hello, con sisters. So let's start by having you all introduce yourselves to help kind of voice identify yourselves. And how about an icebreaker? Tell us one thing that people know you for and one thing that most people don't know about you. I love that. And we do get mistaken for triplets. So I think the sound association <laughs> is important. I'm Alina. I'm the eldest sister of the con trio. I lead marketing and branding at Citizen as well. I think what people know about me is I have a major coffee addiction. I'm holding an iced Americano right now. What people don't know about me is even though I'm a creative and I'm really laid back, I actually am low-key organized when it comes to <laughs> kind of like I've never missed a flight. I'm like always like making an itinerary for every trip. So I think that's something people wouldn't expect from me, but I get it done. It just isn't type A. <laughs> uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm Elise. I'm the second sister. I lead our operations and logistics, but then I also do our TikTok on the side. Fun fact. What people do know about me is that I have a sweet tooth. Like I love Oreo flavored, any kind of dessert. But what people don't know about me is that I actually work out a lot too. So I try to balance it out. But yeah, I'm super into like workouts, like Barry's boot camp, that whole vibe, just to like make myself feel better. <laughs> Amazing. So I'm Nasiha. I'm the youngest out of the three. I lead product development and curation. So what people definitely know about me is I'm the makeup sister. So I'm always trying new makeup products. I loved makeup since I was a little girl. I would raid through my mom's products and look like a mess. <laughs> what people <laughs> don't know about me is I'm a Pisces. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Very emotional. Water sign baby. So I'm the sensitive one. <laughs> we do know that about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm always the one crying. <laughs> always. <laughs> 
honestly, you know, you guys are based in Dubai and you spend a lot of time in Los Angeles. I feel like you could have your own reality show, like three sisters starting their own beauty brand. And, you know, you're all born in LA, but grew up between Dubai and London and it just sounds glamorous. So what's the backstory there? Like, what did your parents do? Is that what led you to live in these different places? Yeah. So we've been lucky to kind of be born in a very entrepreneurial business oriented family. And actually the matriarch of our family is my grandma. She's always been such a badass to this day. She is always working on projects and is still involved in different business initiatives. So I think for us kind of being on the go, like being in that startup environment, which does require a lot of movement, especially when you're building something on your own. We saw my dad travel every few weeks since we were young. So I think it's really what we know and it doesn't feel strange to us. Okay. Well, my next question was, have you watched The Real Housewives of Dubai? And oh my what God. are your thoughts? <laughs> so many thoughts. The two. Yeah, we have watched it. It's just, it's super fun and interesting to watch. I feel like that's all I can say about it, really. <laughs> I'm going to say that it doesn't feel representative of the full scene in Dubai for, you know, the Housewives crew that we've interacted with. But I think it's cool that Dubai's on the spotlight. Okay, so you're telling me you've never ordered ice blocks that cost $1,500 <laughs> to dump in your pool? I hate to disappoint you. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> That was one of the greatest housewife scenes of all time, I have to say. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, you can get anything you want, anything you want. And then, like, the little ticker on the screen says, like, ice blocks delivered oh my $1,500. US dollars. By the way, that part is true. You can get anything you want. Like, <laughs> genuinely Deliver anything. to your door, like, card machine in hand. Like, it's just, it's insanely just, everything's, like, possible. You can get your gas Except delivered to your car. By the way, oh my god! Yeah, you honestly can get anything to live. It's pretty amazing. It's like every woman's dream. I know. Come on. Oh my god! Honestly, yeah, it's crazy. And you mentioned Alina that your grandmother was a badass. Like, did oh, she have like yeah. a perfume like that you like tapped into, or did she have like a power Lipstick. red lip that you remember? Mm -hmm. Like, is there any particular product that you just have like an affinity for when you see it because it reminds you of her or someone else in your family? I love that question. She does always go for a lip more than anything. But one thing that is so signature to her is just speaking of innovation and using things not for the form they're intended in. <laughs> my grandma is a type where you almost shouldn't ask where she got her outfit from because she's so out of the box and creative <laughs> that she'll literally tell you it used to be a curtain and she made it into a jacket. <laughs> so that's her signature thing is you never know where it came from. Just don't ask, basically. Just don't ask, but we love it. <laughs> That's so true to her. I love it. I love a woman so who can good. work a curtain. I love, <laughs> I love I a love moving it. curtain. <laughs> so we know that you started Citizen in 2019. Take us back to like just before that time. Like what did you go to school for? What did you think you were going to be doing before you started a brand? So yeah, I studied management at university in London. And for me, I was like, oh, I'll probably just apply to like different entry level jobs, like maybe in operations or project management. But I had no idea what I actually wanted to do. Like I generally didn't have like a dream goal or job that I was like looking into. So that's why timing wise, it worked out so well. Cause literally as I was graduating, like close to graduation, my, we were just talking about makeup and industry and kind of seeing how there was a gap in the market. And the ideas came about at the time where I was looking for something to get into. So for me, it just fell so naturally, which I was really happy about. But yeah, it was kind of different for all of us. 
Yeah, and then I'm Alina. I, I went to USC, so it's exciting to be back in LA right now to record this. I studied business and film, and I always thought I wanted to work in entertainment. I had every internship under the sun. Fun fact, I interned for Kim Kardashian for six weeks. I never got <laughs> to Yeah, I never got to meet her, but we got to work out of her house. So it was crazy. Like Ooh. two times a week you drive to the house, there'd be a separate entrance for the office. But so I really thought I wanted to work in film or television until I realized. I did not have enough of that strong passion to sort of put up with the traditional ladder that entertainment entails. And, you know, really starting in the mill room and really working your way up in a really slow trajectory, in my opinion, which is great if you're so passionate and zealous about the industry. But I realized I didn't share that same passion as my classmates in the cinema school. So I ended up working for Snapchat, which was still so creative and Evan Spiegel spoke in one of my USC classes on senior year. And genuinely, that just sparked my interest in applying. And I'm so glad I did because I worked worked in the content team. And that's how I grew my passion for storytelling, which is why I'm now leading branding and marketing at Citizen. So it just feels like I picked up a lot from those two mm-hmm. years at Snap to start with. So I went to a business school in London, Halt Business School, with my sister Lise, actually. I majored in marketing. I always loved makeup and I would, I was, I'm a certified makeup artist, so I would do makeup on the side, but I never really thought I could kind of do it as a career. So I didn't really focus on that after university, like while I was there. I kind of wanted to do something in events because I love aesthetics and beauty, as I mentioned before. So I think that's something I wanted to pursue. But after university and graduating citizen kind of just started straight away. And I was so thrilled and I just couldn't believe it. It was a dream come true. So nobody worked at Starbucks after (laughs) graduating is what I'm hearing. (laughs) We have not, unfortunately, but we Um, buy a lot of Starbucks. We're too busy putting ice cubes in our pool, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. Uh, But what was what was like the spark of the idea for Citizen? Because you guys are kind of all doing like you know, different things. You're not even all living in the same place. So tell us about like the nugget of the idea where you're like on Instagram and you're like, nothing looks like me or just take us back to that moment. I think it was a combination of, so Nasia has always been passionate about makeup. And this was a time that Kylie Jenner had that Forbes cover. Huda Beauty was getting insane global recognition as someone that we saw, we observed just Blossom as a blogger from Dubai that we just knew casually at these events and then all of a sudden became truly a global household name. And if you're if you know, you know, like as a beauty enthusiast, that was really inspiring where we were like, okay, makeup is not just this fun passion. Makeup is this booming, growing industry with just so much potential and is so exciting. And especially seeing a Middle Eastern brand enter the mainstream, I think got us really thinking because the interest is always there, like like I said, with Nasia, but With all of our different personalities and expertise, we really felt like, how come as South Asians, we hardly see anyone that looks like us in these campaigns? And for us, it's like, it's almost, it just doesn't feel okay. Like today, yesterday, a decade ago, you love an industry and you're supporting it with your powerful word of mouth, with your sales and with your social media sharing. But this industry doesn't make you feel like they are considering you in return. And when you love an industry, it kind of feels hurtful. And so I think it was initially that sentiment where I would see that even when a brand was trying their hardest to be inclusive, for some reason, the South Asian and Middle Eastern demographic was still very much excluded. And this was, I remember one brand in particular without naming names, but 
you could tell it was their big inclusive campaign. And still, like after 15 models were there, there still wasn't that representation. The middle brown skin tone was often a Latina demographic. And just it, you kind of feel like, how come it's never ours, though? And there is a power in seeing someone that looks like you because that that is the way subconsciously you believe something's possible for yourself. It actually isn't this small thing where it's like, oh, it's it's just a poster. It's no, it actually is a little girl, a little a boy, like whoever loves makeup and is looking up at that image thinking I fit in here. This is for me. I can be this. I can be a founder in this space. So I think we just felt really passionate about the lack of representation. And then where the conversation developed in a really exciting way for us is when we realized how much room for improvement there still was in beauty with the word inclusivity. We really don't take it as a term that just has a check mark and a tick box, which I think you feel with a lot of companies and brands. For us, we realized the beauty industry is still defining it as just women of color, but to be inclusive in beauty is to actually make any sort of person who enjoys makeup feel represented and welcome. And that's not just women. That's so many different gender sexualities. That's different ages. That's different skin types. Like my best friend has psoriasis and she was like, I never see psoriasis or acne prone skin and makeup tutorials. So I think for mm-hmm. us, even personality types, that's why citizen, the packaging is black and white. There's a graffiti logo. Everything we do is how can we feel like we're not imposing one type of personality and just make this feel so welcome to as many people that love makeup so that whether you're, you know, male, female, non-binary, you holding that packaging, you don't feel embarrassed. You don't feel like this wasn't for you. So it's going to be an evolving and ongoing conversation. I think you're never like, we're done. We're inclusive now. For us, I think our approach is this is just always going to be an evolving conversation of how can we make more people feel seen and included in the conversation? So that's where we're like, we have to do this. Like we're we're just so passionate about it and we feel like we're on to something. It. Yeah. Love so many things you said there. Thanks. Sorry, that was long. <laughs> Classic me. <It's> okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you in part by one of our newest show partners, Macy's. How iconic is Macy's, you guys? I remember my very first trip to New York City. I was gearing up for fall and I bought a pair of boots there. I'll never forget my first Macy's purchase. And now that September is gaining on us, I know a lot of you are going back to school, like maybe you're headed back to college or you have a kid in school right now. I always think organization when I think about fall. And if that's you too, you'll want to head over to Macy's.com and check out their amazing assortment of organizers, whether it's to manage everything on their dorm room desk or under beds, like to store linens, or if you're a fellow beauty head like me, they also have makeup organizers. Oh yes, the ones that spin around on your vanity, lucite drawers for palettes and lipstick grids. They have clear ones and they actually have these amber ones, which I'm kind of obsessed with right now. I want to tell you why Macy's is it for fall. I know you guys love a good member rewards program, right? So I want to put Macy's Star Rewards member program on your radar. You earn rewards on every single purchase other than gift cards, of course, or fees or services. But every product that you buy, you could be raking in rewards while you're stocking up on those organizers or skincare and then putting those points toward anything else the student in your life needs. 
You can collect points on all of your Macy's purchases, including beauty items, and you can shop during Star Money bonus days to earn rewards faster, enjoy member exclusives, and there are even four different levels of membership. So the bronze one is completely free to join and you get one point for every dollar spent. Check it out for yourselves and get smart about your back to school shopping right when your bank account needs it. Head on over to Macy's.com slash star rewards. That's Macy's.com slash star rewards. And now back to the show. So you started as a lipstick brand, Nudiversal Lip Duo. That's how you came blazing out 25 shades of nude. So tell us like this backstory behind that, how you kind of reinvented or just tapped into that concept and why you zoned in on lips. Yeah. So we felt like people were already tapping into inclusivity with foundations, concealers, but no one really disrupted the nude lip market. Like even when you think of the word nude, I feel like everyone like thinks of this one color in their head. So for us, we felt that there's nude is so based on your skin tone and my nude versus your nude is basically a different color. So obviously all of us have different nude shades and it's based on your lip tone as well. And we all have different lip pigmentation, especially women and people of color have darker lips usually. And sometimes it's two-toned, like our top lips sometimes can be darker than our bottom lips. So it's not like Mm -hmm. a one size fits all. So that's why we wanted to disrupt nude lips. And we felt that no one did that yet. So we do have the largest nude lip formulation in one collection. And our product is double-ended. So there's a lipstick on one side and gloss on the other side. But we did a lot of testing and product research for this product in particular. Like we did a lot of surveys and focus groups. Me and Elise would go to all these department stores. We went to Selfridges in London. We would go to all these stalls pretending that we're doing a dissertation for our university just to get like (laughs) all the information on nude lips. So we would be like, what are your top selling nude lip colors? Like we had a pen and paper (laughs) pretending we were these students. And they share that data. They never questioned us. They shared so much data. And it was just so interesting because it was the same like lighter nude shades that were more beige that people were buying. So there was a lot of unlearning to do with nude as well, especially as people of color. A lot of us would gravitate to the lighter shades thinking that this is what nude is meant to be. But we had to kind of re-educate people that know like you can find your nude and it is your skin color and we have it like we have it and we guarantee it. So it took around like two years, honestly, to come up with the collection. And pre-pandemic, like I would go around with a box of all of our samples and like try it on as many skin tones as possible. So I think that's why we literally guarantee a shade for everyone. We feel so confident that we have a shade and a nude for every skin tone. We're so confident with that. Yeah, we also like love a focus group. Like we do a bunch of focus groups in different cities because we want to make sure we're actually testing on every skin tone possible. And that's been super helpful too to get feedback from people of like, oh wait, this actually doesn't suit my undertone or things like that. So that's why it took us two years because we really made sure that this was like, this had to work for everyone. Yeah. Now going back to all of the like sleuthing you guys were doing, what was like the most surprising thing you heard? Or, and you mentioned the word unlearn. Like what was the most surprising thing you heard that you could maybe share with us today? We have a quiz where you select the closest skin tone to yours. And obviously you're never going to have every skin tone represented, but you like closest to your skin type within a few images we noticed that everyone also doesn't choose the correct skin tone that's accurate to what they look like. I think a lot of people opt for something that's more tan and it's aspirational maybe in a way. I think 
people don't even know what their own skin tone is. So I just think there's a lot of unlearning there. It's like, first of all, own your true skin and then also learn what suits you. And rightfully so, like, it's not our fault. It's not your fault. It's like, we all were taught to kind of think of certain shades as nude when in reality, Mm -hmm. it's so far off from what would actually suit us. Yeah, like I think the Mm -hmm. South Asians in specific, they would always kind of choose a more fair skin complexion. And I think that went back to the whole traditional idea of fair and lovely because in our culture, like people wanted to be fair and lovely, which is crazy. And now I feel like people are progressing and they feel more comfortable in their skin. But we did notice that they would pick shades that were slightly lighter than their actual skin tone. It wasn't true to color. But I feel like that's changing now and people are more excited to, you know, embrace themselves. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the thing too, is like with foundation, it's very cut and dry. It's like, I'm just trying to match my skin tone pretty much. I mean, you might, some people might like to, you know, counter some coloration or whatever, but with nudes, it is more complex. And I wonder, Nasia, if you have any tips on finding your best nude? Because I know I was reading somewhere I was reading that I know you have this online tool, but in addition to that, you guys will actually answer like DMs if people send their pictures, right? So how do you like, what are a couple of, you know, helpful guides for like how to find what's flattering on a person? Do you go lighter? Do you go darker? Are you trying to match your skin tone? I think people are confused about that. I think like the most universal flattering thing to do is looking at your lip tone and like going one shade darker than your natural lip color. So it's lip tone plus one is what we like to call it. This Mm -hmm. works if you're not wearing that much makeup or if you still have like a full face because usually sometimes with the nude, like it could wash you out if you're not like wearing anything. So that's why we say lip tone plus one. That's standardly like universal. Mm -hmm. That would suit everyone. But yeah, Basically, we have a get match quiz on our website, citizencosmetics.com. But also, as you mentioned, you can DM us a no makeup selfie to our Instagram page, Citizen Cosmetics, and we will match you that same day of what your perfect nude lip is and the perfect liner that will pair with it. And we just launched red lipstick. So we'll also match you to your perfect red lip and liner as well. And we have a virtual try on on our website as well. So I think we've really just tried to ensure that there are as many tools because we know online shopping for makeup is hard. So we we totally get that. Absolutely. So smart. So smart. I love all of that. And so in 2020, obviously we met you guys in 2019, I believe. And it was just, you know, a citizen was just getting off the ground. And then I know 2020, you know, pandemic season and whatnot. A lot of people who started makeup brands were a little bit like, "Uh, (laughs) like what's going to be the future of this. Right. But then I hear that something happened to you guys in 2020 that ended up crashing your website. So tell us about that. So yeah, by the way, imagine being a startup and being a lipstick brand and then masks are introduced. So that was not cute, but it really made us pivot and focus more on community building for the initial months of the pandemic. But actually, Mm -hmm. so the viral moment was last year in October 2021, and it was just the Mm -hmm. coolest feeling ever because we were actually not as big on TikTok, but now we fully are because of this. So we (laughs) gift very generously to makeup artists and makeup bloggers. We think gifting is actually the most organic way to see if someone actually likes your product because there's zero obligation there. So basically, our PR team had gifted to a TikToker named Erin, and she has a million followers on TikTok. She did this incredible review on our shade matching quiz, 
and showed her perfect nude. And it was incredible. Like the fact that that wasn't paid and she has a million followers. Not only that, when she posted it, Michaela Nagara, who has around 8 million followers on TikTok, she did a stitch of Aaron's video. So that is what caused our website to crash. Our brand went viral. WWD picked it up, E! Online. It was just so surreal and insane. I remember Elise and I were together <laughs> having dinner in London. We literally got this surge of like back-to-back, like ping, 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 ping. And you know when something is kind of like a moment that isn't the norm because the way it was so back to back, we're like, wait, something just happened. And we were searching for the longest time, by the way, we could not find where it came from. She, Cause she didn't tag us initially. Someone commented in the chat saying at citizen cosmetics, this is you guys that got our attention to the video. So thank shout you. out to Aiden Bravo. Aiden Bravo. We love you. Love you. He actually like is the one that kind of redirected the attention that that was our brand. So it's amazing. I actually was lucky enough on an LA trip recently. I got to meet Michaela in person and I was like, you literally made our brand viral. And she was like, oh my God, I love your nudes. She's just the best. But I think what people yeah. love about her, which is what made it viral is she's so authentic. Like her first mm-hmm. line, she's yeah. literally like, this is genius. Like that is the first thing she says. And so immediately you're like, this is not formal. This is not an ad. It was the coolest, yeah, so great. coolest video. She was probably, she was, pro- I, we love her. She was on our show as well. She was probably like, this is f- genius, bro. Exactly. 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 Yeah. 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 An amazing impersonation. <laughs> She's so cool. <laughs> A quick pause in partnership with one of our longstanding show partners, Nutrafol. So one thing I love about TikTok is how it really smashes taboos. I mean, you log on there, you'll scroll through. People are talking about their dating diaries, their therapy journeys. And more and more, I see people opening up on TikTok about hair loss. And I just think it's high time that it is talked about openly. Nearly 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. And going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. So I do think it's wonderful that these conversations are happening and that there are some active steps you can take to help get your best hair days yet. And Nutrafol is helping so many people get their confidence back. So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. So Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within, and it targets the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through a whole body health approach. So Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women through all stages of life. I personally take the Nutrafol women's formula, and I notice when I'm on my Nutrafol routine, which is like four pills a day, every day. I noticed definitely less shedding with my hair. And each formula is physician formulated and drug-free. And in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. So great news. We have a special offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BREAKING to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and use promo code BREAKING. Once again, Nutrafol.com and use promo code BREAKING to get $15 off. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now, back to the show. 
And, you know, we've seen a lot of like makeup tutorials, obviously has had its time. TikTok is having its time. You guys do something kind of unique beyond just showing products. It's called culture tutorials. Tell us about that. We love when people bring it up. It's actually a passion project of ours because so our deeper why for Citizen, you know, we have our mission, but we have a deeper why of kind of the sole purpose behind the brand. It's actually to enhance cultural awareness through beauty. So we realized a makeup tutorial is still the kind of piece of content where someone is engaged from start to end. That's a really, really rare opportunity in today's generation where we tap through everything. So we actually realized, oh my God, like someone is actually watching like minutes of a tutorial and they're not tapping because they want to see how to get the look. So instead of putting a song on top of it, why don't we actually have a voiceover that's educational with a fun makeup video? So we realized that one minute is still kind of ideal, like short form content, I think is raining right now. We decided to do a video where while someone does their citizen routine, they teach you about their culture. And another reason why we did this is because in an age of council culture where everyone's more harping on the negative emotions of not feeling understood and seen and how come you don't know about Pakistani culture? Like we could feel like that. But instead of focusing on that, let's provide the solution. So we're trying to be productive, like with our platform where it's like, okay, makeup gets your attention and it's a fun medium. Now through makeup, you can learn about your culture. And I think it's someone's opportunity to be patriotic, clear misconceptions about their culture. So we look for those champions that are just so into their culture. And they're like, yes, I need to tell everyone about like this dish, like the way we act, like, that we're, you know, we're like late night people. We're like big family people, whatever it is about the people. It's not a history lesson or a geography lesson. It's actually like, what are the people like in your culture? Like, what is, you know, what's the vibe yeah. of your culture? <laughs> I did notice yeah. that one of the shades of your Nudiversals is Dubrovnik and yes. my mom's Croatian. So I was like, wow, even we're oh, amazing. Awesome. Yeah. See, it's like a little feeling that makes you kind of like warm on the inside. Exactly. So that's kind of what we want yeah. people to feel when so they yeah, see that. We actually name all our shades after cities that either one of us sisters have been to or had an experience. And so I actually went to Dubrovnik. I think it was the summer of 2018 with my friends and I just had such a fun time. So shout out to Dubrovnik. Okay, this Sir John news, I have to say, just like blew my hair back when I read about this. I was like, Citizen is about to blow up even more. So tell us, like, how did this come about? I know that he's the new chief creative officer, also acquiring an equity stake. Give us the backstory. How did this happen? So socially, actually, we kind of came across his agent as a family. And my dad's involved with Citizen as well. So He actually interacted with his agent just socially on a trip. And the agent was like, by the way, oh, my God, like you're telling me about, you know, like your daughter's brown citizen. This is so interesting because I represent a makeup artist named Sir John, who's actually looking for kind of like a brand to work really closely with. And apparently he was considering all these other brands, which are way more known than us, by the way. So (laughs) we were just like, oh, like this is so cool. But in our head, we're like we're an indie brand, you know. So we chatted with him on Zoom and we told him everything about our story, our mission. And he just like, we really got along from that first Zoom call. Then we had a second Zoom call. And, you know, like that's when you have time to ask more detailed questions. You've had time to process. And we were like, oh, this is kind of cool that, you know, there's so much synergy here. And these calls seem to be going really well. And long story short, there was so much synergy that he actually was like, I would love to be not just a creative director, but a chief creative officer. I want to be really involved. I'm invested in the brand, which is why he has an equity stake. 
And I think it's that shared vision for enhancing cultural awareness. And as he says, moving the culture forward. I know for a fact it's that that he fell in love with with Citizen is that there's a deeper mission towards the brand. Because if it was Mm -hmm. just about product and just about, you know, a makeup company, I think, you know, there's other brands he could have worked with. But I think with us, we're also really passionate about what are we doing with this platform? And that is where we share such an aligned vision on Citizen's future. So it's cool because he has so much value. And he was like, guys, I used to be a beauty assistant at department stores. Like I'm dying to kind of like train the Nordstrom staff, the JCPenney team. Like he was like, I like, he was like, I want to be involved there. And then of course, packaging, branding, and of course, product development. So what is your vision for Citizen for like one year from now? Will it be a full line? Are we going to see foundations, concealers, everything? with Sir John on board. I feel like you kind of teased that. And what are you foreseeing? And then even for like a year from now and then like five, 10 years down the road. I think a year from now, we see definitely a lot of development and different categories that are not lip. We still love lip always, (laughs) but you're going to see without saying too much, something within the eye and face category. So we are really excited because Soon you can do more of a full face look with our brand. But we will say that to kind of do those proper complexion products like concealer and foundation, because we're so big on testing, we've all agreed that we're not in a rush to do that product because that is that is going to be exactly what Citizen is about. If it's all about shade representation, then that's a big guarantee if we're going to say that everyone can find a perfect mm-hmm. foundation and concealer. But Without saying too much, we have already started doing research on one of those two categories. <laughs> so we're really excited. Okay. And in terms of also in the next year, I mean, we're manifestors. We like to dream big. Like yesterday, it was crazy because every year we write our goals for the year and we dream big with that as well. We talked about future collaborations that were a dream for us. One of the people that we said we'd love to collaborate with, we actually just kind of saw her sitting at Soho House working and we were working there yesterday and she's literally on our like dream collab list. And we just ended up talking to her and we like, I don't know, we just ended up like interacting and we just felt like, guys, like this is surreal. Like, you know, like some of these things are not far fetched if you believe they can be true. So I'm going to put this out there. I think in the next year we would love to be in an Elta or a Sephora just so even more people in the US can interact with our brand because the whole point is that someone can find their shade. So we don't want to be exclusive with it. We actually want it to be really easy for you to get a citizen. Mm -hmm. So I think with Mm -hmm. stores like that, that have so many, uh, such high like volume and foot Mm -hmm. traffic. And we're so proud to be with JCPenney and Nordstrom. And JCPenney is partnered with 13 Loon, who we like love and adore. And they're all about Mm -hmm. highlighting black and brown owned businesses. So through 13 Loon, we got into JCPenney. So I would say just in the next year, more stores with each retail partner that we're in so that we can reach more of you. Mm -hmm. And then maybe even, yeah. Yeah, I think also building community. Like we really want to have a strong, loyal community of citizens around the world. So I think just pushing our brand forward, getting more exposure so people know that there's a brand out there that is willing to accept them for who they are and that we have their shade. So just yeah. that community. <laughs> so we want to get to know you a little bit more. We're going to play a quick round of rapid fire before we let you go. So this is just like really fun little questions going around the circle. We'll get you to say your name first again. So people know who's answering. What's the one thing on your top shelf or in your makeup kit 
that's maybe not citizen, because we know some of your favorite shades, that you want to give a shout out to here and now? What's been a game changer? For me, this is Elise. I actually recently discovered this brand called Mellowway. They're also an indie brand. And they have a really cool mascara. We can actually adjust the tip of it. So you can kind of get different angles that you want. So I've been loving them. So yeah, definitely want to shout them out because I just recently discovered them like a few months ago. Yeah, so this is Nasiha. And for me, I love the Rare Beauty Liquid Blush. And I can say that I was influenced to buy that product. I saw it on TikTok and I saw someone using it. And I was amazed at the pigmentation because obviously pigmentation is everything for us. So I bought it and I love it. It's so pigmented and it's amazing. It's a great product. One thing I'm loving right now is the Makeup Forever Liquid Concealer. And it's just so great that sometimes it is kind of like the mass market brands that are killing it in a category. And you actually don't have to splurge on, you know, sometimes like a Dior concealer or something like that. But it really, Makeup Forever, like I didn't even know that their concealers (laughs) are so good. But that's, I actually am replacing it even, I'm not even wearing foundation these days because I feel like, the brightness it gives me and the coverage is so incredible. So that's something that I'm mm. loving in the past week. I just got it, but I love it. Ooh. The new Huda Flawless Filter Concealer is amazing as oh, well. Nice. Amazing. Just came out. It's so good. Oh, wow. We'll check I need to try that. Yeah, yeah, we'll check it out. <laughs> What's the one show or album, book, or anything else that you can't get enough of right now? I know you guys travel all the time, maybe on a flight, you're getting lost in a book. Let us know. Ooh. Such a good question. I've actually been reading Sally Rooney's books because I love normal people. So this is Elise, by the way. So I've been reading her other mm-hmm. book now. It's called Beautiful World, I think. But yeah, I'm just enjoying that because I feel like I haven't read a fiction book in a long time. And I used to love that as a teenager. So I'm like reconnecting with that again, which has been fun. But yeah, this is Nasiha. So mine, I actually just started Succession, that TV Mm. show. And it's so good. It's all about like family business as well. So it's like fun to watch. Pretty intense though. (laughs) Guys, if she invites you, getting some ideas. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting getting some tips from that show. But that's been a fun one that I've recently started binging. So yeah, I've been enjoying that. This is Alina. I'm going to say Red Table Talk is something that always grounds me. So it's the Smiths, the three different generations of women in the Smith family on Facebook watch and they really are brave and covering really vulnerable topics that are uncomfortable discussing from mental health to abuse to addiction and I think that they really push the boundaries and kind of inspire you to be a non-judgmental person curious enough to listen to different perspectives in hopes of evolving and I want to be that kind of person as well so that's another dream collab I'm going to put out there for manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that show, I think I'm not someone that is good at following shows, but it's the one show I've watched every single episode of. So I okay. absolutely love wow. it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. What's one item you have in your online cart right now that you want to buy, but you haven't pulled the trigger on it yet? Oh my God. So Ooh. fun. Okay. For me, I feel like probably like sneakers that I like really want to get, but I just like haven't gotten yet because I feel like I have so many. So I'm like, oh my God, I shouldn't buy another pair. But yeah. Are you a sneaker? I love, yeah, I'm going to love a good sneaker. I think we all are actually. It's like we only wear sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) I want blazers next. I know everyone has them, but I want like the custom blazers. Oh my God, no, blazers are my thing. I love blazers. You should go for it. (laughs) Um, So this is Nasiha. So for me, well, I'm going on a trip with friends soon to Greece. So I literally have a shopping cart full of like all this summer wear. So I haven't pulled the trigger yet. (laughs) But yeah, I have like a lot of clothes in my in my cart right now waiting for me at home. 
little crochet bathing suit? Literally, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) And then I am lucky to kind of be surrounded with like talented friends that have their own brands and I've been meaning to kind of support them all even more. So I would love to get for the summer a new pair of shades from one of my best friend's brands called Philo Eyewear. So I'm really just looking for a fun summer sunglass look. (laughs) How do you spell that? P-H-I-L-O. So Philo Eyewear. And they're on some big retailers as well if you research it online. But if you guys are looking for... We wear Fun it every day. Summer shades. <laughs> Always. There's some really cool looks. Always. And I need my... I have way too... Way too many pairs, but I definitely am always on the. You can never have too many sunglasses. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Okay, I just went on their site and they have this these bright neon green like my nail color, like little glasses. You need to get it. It, it, It's like a sign. Pretty much. (laughs) This we have manifested this. Yes, I love that for you. (laughs) He will love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're gonna finish on this last question. Imagine you're having a custom necklace made and maybe it's gold maybe it's silver but it's going to be one of those like nameplate necklaces that you can like write a word on or choose a word to wear around your neck so what is the one word that you would have written on it that's meaningful to you and yeah what would the word be that's really cool I'm gonna go first just because I actually have made one in the past that said citizen lol but I'm gonna (laughs) give an answer because I already did a citizen one I'm really like sentimental when it comes to my grandparents. So this is the same thing I've asked myself if I ever got a tattoo. Sorry for my mom and dad that are watching. But (laughs) if I ever got one, I was always thinking, which is similar to a nameplate necklace, I would love the first name initial of my four grandparents. So I think that would work really nicely for the nameplate necklace as well. And I'm just like a baby when it comes to grandparents. Like they're my favorite people ever. Yeah. Well, you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us at Breaking Beauty. We love Citizen Cosmetics and can't wait to see what all of you do next. It's really so exciting to see you grow. Thank you so much. And you guys are amazing. Thanks for being one of the first podcasts when we had just launched and like didn't have enough to prove like thanks for believing in us from the beginning because that means a lot. I think we'll always like really have a place for you guys in our heart because you were just one of the first to hear our story on a platform. So I really, really love that. Never forget it. We love you guys. (laughs) Thank you. Love you guys too. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.